pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Uh, Rodent has uh, delivered it. to us. Uh, we'll get an early spring. Good news. And actually started today here yeah. in Omaha where it's going to be in the 60s again. It's just gorgeous. That snow is going to be gone. I can't even see Mount St. 1620 anymore. That's gone. Nice. Can't even see it. Uh, so on this Feel Good Friday, it has turned into uh, collar on, collar crime. No. Just uh, pulling the strings. We got, a, got a reset here. Nebraska did win last night. If you're fighting, go ahead and root for Switzerland. Omaha won last night as well. Uh, Colin writes in to the uh, Equitable Bank inbox. He said, Fred's halftime speech, question mark. Note that under the 16-minute timeout, the halftime deficit increased to 18. It wasn't the halftime speech that got Nebraska going. It was Wiltshire getting on a heater to get them back in it. Wiltshire had a big part of it, but uh, whatever Fred said at halftime, and I think Wiltshire addressed it in the postgame, um, that Fred was not happy. Mm-hmm. Fred addressed that as well. Uh, challenged him, but also made sure that he reminded him what happened when they were here's an, trailing to uh, a similar team a year ago by here, 17. Here's another part of that happened. So you look at the first half. So the first half for Nebraska was brutal. I mean, bad decision-making, lazy passes. Wisconsin was red hot. Chucky was doing whatever he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, Nebraska got sped up, and they really got out of out of sync. And you're like, oh, okay, good, good night. It was fun for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'll be leaving at halftime like Nebraska will like. There was a there was a stretch where I thought it was fourteen, and before it got to nineteen, I thought Wisconsin had a chance to make it even worse, and Nebraska was able to get a stop and then get a bucket, and it was still I think it was thirty one fifteen, but it had not gotten to like super blowout yet, yeah. So they didn't let it get away from them in the first half, even being down at sixteen at the break, which is not ideal. So then they come out in the second half, and there's the Wiltshire and Williams and Mast, and everybody had their role in a certain point. And then, of course, you can't overlook the impact of Jawan Gary. When he's on the floor, their whole M.O. changes. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's a, he's a dog. He's a guy that you're not going to really mess with, and he definitely made an impact, and he was a plus 21. But the other thing that happened is Nebraska's defense on the perimeter was so much better in the second half. They were lazy in the first half. They, they were like lollygagging around. And second half, they come out, they get somebody to hit shots. All of a sudden, they can see the light at the end of the tunnel that, oh, we're getting back into this. But I thought their perimeter defense was so much better in the second half. I didn't even recognize that team from the first half to the second half, how they were guarding the arc. Yeah, and it was weird because, again, I, I, I think your observation uh, earlier in the show about how they looked tired in the first half, I think was, was spot on because they did. They, they weren't rotating very well. And, and I think part of that, too, was Wisconsin was getting it down to Crowell. They are getting down to Wall. They were getting it into the big man. And so you continue to have the double team help down low and then trying to recover where Wisconsin, again, this is something watching them throughout the season, but especially in their two games against Nebraska, they find quality shots. And especially if you're going to help down low, they're going to find that, make the extra pass, and they're going to get a you know good shot into it, even better shot, and they're knocking those down. But I don't know if it was because they just didn't go into the post as much in the second half, and they kind of got away from a little bit of that or not. But I do think even when they did, you saw the recovery was very good 
much better than Nebraska. And that was a big concern given how kind of slow and lethargic they looked in the first half to think that they kind of get a second-half jolt defensively, especially with it, when I think of that Purdue game, the amount of energy that they put into defensively and in the, in the rotations and getting out on shooters was amazing. To see them kind of pick that back up in the second half in this particular game, too, I, I think was, more than anything, yeah, it was impressive, but it was kind of surprising. Man, the second half, they also got dirty. I mean, nothing more signifies that than Bryce Williams. He got a rebound in traffic with 27 seconds to go. Mm-hmm. And we got to the free throw line. They also had free throws late. So they did. if you're writing a script for a comeback, Nebraska followed the script to a T. Wisconsin had a play along. Wisconsin had a major meltdown. All of a sudden, they were doing uncharacteristic things. Yeah. I really like them. I mean, I, I'm, I'm fearful of AJ Store. Okay, yeah. and then and then you throw in Chucky. They're deep. They're either they're either going to make a run to the third weekend, or they could be one of those teams that is knocked out. Now, the question from the Nebraska standpoint, if you're looking at doing the math on validating a win or helping your metric, Purdue and Wisconsin play this weekend in Madison. So, who do you want to win? Uh, you want Wisconsin to win. Purdue is second in the net. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin is still 11th. Nebraska is okay. 55th. Well, let me change my answer then. <laughs> I think, though, the Wisconsin, um, it, it, this is probably more, yeah, this is not for the metrics more than anything, but then, you know, you beat Wisconsin on your home floor, then they come out in the big stage against Purdue and win. Um, not that you need any validation of last night if you're Nebraska, but I think that makes it because you know we have a little bit more recency bias. I think that that from a public perception looks. See, I'll go with even Purdue. Better. I mean, you remember per- Purdue no. with the net rankings? You're right. You're right. Nebraska beat Purdue 88 to 72. Yeah, I mean, Purdue game is control. number two in the net. Purdue is 20 and two. Mm-hmm. They've been beaten by Northwestern on the road, and they've been beaten by Nebraska on the road. Insane. Yeah, the it's a, it's amazing. To again, that's why, yes, last night was just unfathomable. And when you consider the way that Nebraska, when you think of Purdue and how good they've been, that other than maybe the first, what, six, seven minutes of that game, Nebraska was pretty much in control of that one. And then to do what they did last night, it just, there's nothing about last night that makes sense against a quality team. And yes, you needed a little bit of help from Wisconsin. But as I said earlier, too, it wasn't like as soon as Wisconsin started to turn the ball over, then Nebraska just pounced on and just started hitting shot after shot after shot after shot. I mean, it took a while for them to kind of chip away at that thing. But it's the, the rarity. I mean, it happens in college basketball where it, you just you get a team one night, and that's going to be the highlight. And remember what we said the day after the Purdue game. I think it's very important to look back at it now because here we are having a similar moment where we said this cannot be the highlight of the season. You cannot make the Purdue win the highlight of the season. And here we are now talking about another major win. So again, looking at certain boxes to check off for this team, there's another big one right there. I mean, you're, you're, you're playing into the narrative when it comes to how tough of a team this is to beat at home. And they don't always look the same. There are games where Nebraska has been in control from start to finish. There are games that they've had to either hold on, like the Northwestern game, and like last night, where you have this unbelievable comeback. It's it, Last night was just it's, it's remarkable, but I, I don't think it's 
now we can honestly say that, well, this isn't just a one-off for this team. This isn't just a, you know, okay, they had their moment. And then, you know, since then they haven't played, you know, the, the same type of caliber team as they beat when it came to Purdue because Wisconsin's right there. All right. Bracken Matrix has uh, been semi-updated this morning. Uh, they have Nebraska as a 10 seed. Uh, Creighton is a three seed. The Big East is going to have three teams that are going to be on the one, the two, or the three line. Marquette is a three seed as well. Of mm-hmm. course, UConn. But another thing about why I think it's you want Purdue to win that game is Purdue right now could be in the running to be the number one overall seed. Yeah. And you would have had you had that win on your yeah, resume. Yes, that's right. All right, Sip's coming uh, next. Uh, I think Sip was at the game last night. If he if he was, you'd probably be he'd be that guy that's shirtless. Warm evening. <laughs> there are several shirtless people in there. So AC must have been acting up in the building. I'm oh, sure that's, that's a popular thing in the students when they uh, when they uh, show they have a promotion on the big screen. Um, get ripped shirt off. Get, kids get uh, kids get naked. Yeah. After that Pat Mahomes video, everybody's feeling super confident about their bodies. <laughs> no, there are some people, one in this room, that I'm not taking on my shirt anytime soon. <laughs> You're not twisting like a helicopter. What if Omaha wins a tournament game? I'm not talking about in uh, Brookings either. You know what? People don't need to see that. All right, they, 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 they've seen a lot of scary things. They don't need to see that. All right, uh, Sip's going to join us uh, next. We'll talk some football, basketball, life, a trip to Shucks Fish House, uh, among other things, with the man, the myth, the legend. He's coming next. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 